everyone, and welcome to I'm Not Like You. I'm Not Like You is a podcast hosted by two great friends with very different perspectives on everything from relationships to our lifestyles to what we watch on TikTok. One thing we can't agree on, though, our 40s are going to be about redefining what it means to live well in this space. Hi, Eileen. Hey, Esther. Happy I'm Not Like You Day. Yeah. Another episode where we are recording live in a studio. We're so proud of ourselves. We really are. I mean, we've had a big week. We had an ad campaign launch this week for I'm Not Like You. If you saw it on Insta, let us know. We'd be so excited. We'd be glad to know you're in our target audience. Yeah. crafted. Well, in one day, it reached like... 25,000 people. 25,000 people. So we're pretty much famous. Yeah, boo. No big deal. And oh, we... We just finished recording an episode on love languages. Yes. And what we did not talk about is how Eileen always sends me the best gifts. And in the spirit <laughs> of being famous, for those oh. of you that did not see, Eileen bought us, <laughs> me, but Eileen bought I'm Not Like You a billboard. I did. It was so cool. It was up for 15 minutes. We were famous for 15 minutes plus the 25,000 that saw us on Insta on December 27th. (laughs) You know, we're making our way here. Yes. Well, I said in the, I went on Instagram live because I wanted to surprise Esther and I was really hoping that she would show up on Instagram live and be like, what the fuck's this bitch doing? (laughs) She didn't. I didn't. I was actually like, I saw the video as I was going in for an annual exam for the ladies (laughs) who listen, enough said. And I get out and I, I see it as I'm walking in. And I'm like, that's weird. And I, I, I go in I'm like, what is she doing? But I got to go to my exam. I come out and the first person I call is not Eileen. It was our mutual friend because one, I had to tell her about this really awkward experience at the doctor. And then Eileen had mentioned that she used some elves to execute her plan. And I just assumed that if you needed an elf and I felt like this person had to live on Long Island, that it would be this girl and it was not. And then by the time this call ends, Eileen calls me like so aggravated that I haven't called her ruffled about what she's doing to me, (laughs) even though like I really, really was. But it ended up being a billboard and it was such an awesome surprise. So we are having an I'm not like you week. It's been awesome. Yes. And today, well, this, not today, because we're recording a lot of episodes for you guys today. (laughs) But this topic is about what your vibe attracts. And this is a topic Eileen and I talk about often, just as silly (laughs) stories happen to us, because there are so many instances in my life where I look at some like whack shit that just happened to me. (laughs) And I say out loud often or call Eileen or just think to myself like this would never happen to Eileen. (laughs) And it got me thinking like there must everyone has to take ownership in their life for like some some part of what's happening in any situation. I agree with that. And I feel like there must be something that I put into the universe that says like, you can say this to me. You should feel comfortable. I think it all starts with you should feel comfortable with me or you should feel like I'm not going to report you to, <laughs> to whoever the authority <laughs> is, the popo, <laughs> the, the HR, whoever. I'm not going to report you to the authorities. Eileen would never be in these situations. <laughs> so I thought this would be an interesting topic to uncover. Well, part of this, I think, is that you often accuse me of being very private and not letting people in. That's right. And so while that's something that I'm working on actively, I think it is true that that like 
I do seem to have this like harder shell <laughs> that people may not be as interested in. Well, I do through. think, no, I think that that's to your credit in, in these types of situations, right? Because in these types of situations, and we'll go into some of our funniest memories together, <laughs> I often say to myself, well, if you would just would call on 10%, and we've talked about this before, I think in the in the conversation about sharing versus, oh, right? If help, I think I'm an overshare. Right, help, I think I'm an overshare. Like if you, if I were to just call upon like 10% of Eileen's vibe, would I maybe <laughs> ward off some of the crazy that is brought into my world? So we talked on a different episode about, oh, it was the same one, about the hairstylist who came oh, yeah. into my room and just told me for an hour about how her boyfriend was in jail and what he did and like would not stop talking. That kind of stuff would never happen to Eileen. I think my face says like, or my vibe says like, tell me, tell me your life. When in reality, I don't want to know. But- <laughs> in reality, I probably am much more like empathetic and like sympathetic to hear those stories yeah. and like can hold space for it. Whereas like you can't, but like, it's not the right. No, they're getting it wrong. <laughs> I don't want to know about this. I don't want you to tell me about your boyfriend or we've talked about this so many times. If people were meeting me, if you're on Glam Squad, <laughs> Glam Squatters, <laughs> please listen to our podcast before you come to my hotel room and try to tell me about your life. <laughs> but there are other instances, and I would say especially in business, where I will go on a business meeting. You know, it's usually less formal. It'll be like over a glass of coffee or a glass of wine where I'm interacting with someone and I will walk away and I will say, what in God's name just happened to me? <laughs> like someone will tell me like really inappropriate stories about their children or their past or, you know, the affair that they're having. I'm like, what about <laughs> me? Do you feel that you could be so comfortable with me right out of the gate? Your vibe. It's my, your vibe. My vibe's off. Well, okay, so... I think you need to define your vibe, like how you see it, right? Like, like how is this happening? And I would like to define mine because I think so much about vibrations. Like mm. I'm very intentional about creating vibrations, like the frequency of vibrations. Yeah. So I think it would be helpful to like unpack this a little bit. So define your vibe. Okay. I think that my vibe, which is very interesting because what I think it is, I think is different than the one that I'm giving to other people. All right. I think that my vibe in my head is <laughs> I'm a little cold. I'm a little dismissive. I'm a little judgmental. And people can sometimes be scared of me. That's what I think is happening. Or like what's actually happening in reality is that's not the vibe. The vibe is like, I'm playful. I laugh a lot. What people don't understand is that when I'm laughing, I'm usually uncomfortable. Like when we first walked into this room, I was like, oh my God, how am I not going to laugh for the entire time? Because we have a new <laughs> guest here. Aaliyah's with us. Hi, Aaliyah. Hi, Aaliyah, the producer today. And I just thought to myself, like, I'm going to laugh this entire time because laughing usually indicates, obviously, I'm also happy and I laugh for, for happiness. But when I'm laughing, I'm usually uncomfortable. I think that people think that it's me being playful, which it's not. And <laughs> Glam squad. I did ask one of our friends, our mutual friends, like, what, what do you think my vibe is? Like, why do you think people say these inappropriate things to me? And he said, like, you do come off as like playful and like one of the boys, whatever that means. And people just get very comfortable, especially men in saying weird things to you because it kind of seems like you, you're cool with it. Hmm. Well, yes, I think that I know you better than to know that that's like, I know that that's not true. 
But I think that that assessment of how you come off is probably accurate because you do end up in these situations. Like the one in particular that actually inspired this episode, I think you should talk about because it was like next level, like a perfect example of this. Yeah, I met someone who, and I, I, I don't, I won't, I won't go into too much detail so that in case they're listening, but (laughs) I met someone in the industry I work in and he started to tell me like this very strange story about his son. And I just thought to myself, like, you're telling me a story about your kid, like your kid definitely would not want me to hear about it. it has like sexual undertones to it. And I just met you why are you telling me this? Like I just was, and it's not that I'm uncomfortable to be clear. I wasn't uncomfortable. I just walked away and laughed and thought to myself, my God, this would never happen to Eileen. Like how (laughs) Eileen would never leave this meeting having heard this story. So the other thing I would say also about like my vibe, the one that's in my head versus the one that's clearly in the world is I did this podcast, not, I'm not like you for somebody else. And Renee listened to it. Renee, who Renee was my mentor. former mentor. See mentorship if you former questions Well, on still Renee. my mentor, not former. But Renee called me and she said, I listened to that podcast. And let's say, I think it was long. It was like 40 minutes where I was being interviewed. And she said, it was brilliant, amazing. Every word, I was so proud of you. At the end, when you said goodbye, you were coquettish. And I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that means. I like, <laughs> like hang up. <laughs> I hang up the phone. Oh, that's such good. And I Google wow. it. And I was like, oh like, my God. Like young girly, like. She said, so I call her back. I said, I didn't know what that word meant. So I looked it up and like, what do you mean? Say more. And she said, like, it was almost sexual oh. the way that you ended it. It was too like suggestive in your tone. Wow. And you were like being too like, thank you for having me. Wow. <laughs> and she was like, you got to watch yourself. And I, you know, that, that I think is important when everyone, for anyone who's listening, like sometimes the vibe we have in our head, like the one I just described versus the one that I think I actually give to the oh, world so is vastly different. And the way that people hear you, and that doesn't, listen, again, I'm a big believer in showing up as the way that the, the person that you are every single day. I'm not suggesting that anyone has to change who they are or how they show up because the way I show up obviously has done well for me. And I, I love where I am in many places in my life. So I'm not like on a hunt to change it. But what I am on a hunt to do is maybe slightly define it, alter it, maybe just like a little drop to get a little less crazy in my life and maybe send some crazier way. And also (laughs) in a different podcast, we talked about another conversation that I had with someone who we both have a professional relationship with. And two things have happened with this person. Number one, the conversations you have with them are like straight, whatever the goal is, how do we achieve it? X, Y, Z. The conversations that I have with this person are like next level, talking about their sex life, talking about like what's going on at their house. I don't know how I'm getting into this conversation with them. But also I've said this many times that this person often gets me into a situation where they make me feel like I'm in therapy and they ask me very detailed conversations about my life that I often answer. And there was one time where the person said to me, how do you get yourself into these situations? And Eileen does not. <laughs> and this we I shared this story also on the oversharing episode. And I said, it's not that Eileen does not. It's that Eileen is not stupid enough to repeat them out loud. <laughs> and that goes back to like the 10% that I have to pick up from you. Again, it's not that I want to change my vibe. It's just like, how do you fine tune it? Yeah, I think that that's right. And I think that you've taken me the other way, right? So it's like what we're learning from each other because you've consistently said to me, as I said at the beginning of this episode, that you're kind of like a walled garden and people think that you're 
I've said it before, a robot because you don't necessarily open up or share. And I tend to be very, I have a lot of boundaries and I tend to be very focused on outcomes in conversation. So like if it's a business conversation, I'm trying to get to an outcome in that discussion and then like move on with my life. So there's some level of like, efficiency and proficiency, I think, along with that, that goes along with that. But then there's also like, if you don't build a relationship and if you don't let people get to know you, then you're not necessarily going to get all the value out of it that potentially exists. So I think we're learning from each other in that way. And and we're challenging each other to kind of like (laughs) find the right space. Find the best version of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. The balance for sure. But going back to the comment that you made around Renee saying you were coquettish, it reminds me of, I did this like executive coaching experience a long time ago and I did a public speaking like presentation session, which was so interesting with this woman named Annette Grant, who I still see sometimes on LinkedIn. So Annette, if you're listening, hey. But she had said when I did my presentation, I was probably young. I was probably in my late 20s, maybe early 30s. And I was definitely like trading on my like femininity a lot in the presentation where I would like use that like girlish laughter or like humor or coquettish ways. And she said at the end, it disqualifies what you have to say when you start to leverage those other techniques because it makes people feel like you don't know what you're talking about. So you're trying to use your charm or your wit or whatever it is to engage them versus using the content to engage them. And I've never to this day, forgotten that advice. And I think about it all the time when I'm presenting. I use try to use a very authoritative voice. I don't make a lot of jokes unless it's like appropriate. And I think it's really good advice to sort of keep that level of professionalism to an extent. Be relatable, but also, you know, have that conviction in, in what you're saying. A coach that we both work with said to us that one of the things that she loves about us both is that we, what was the, you I love this. I want to like put it on a quote somewhere, like on a, I don't know. You remember it by heart, so say it. She said, you're serious women who don't take yourself too seriously. And I think that's like a perfect way to be described. I love that. And I love that for, I love that for all women. Yeah. But I do think that there is a balance between Eileen and I. So this <laughs> is hopefully, like hopefully this podcast kind makes of like you think you. a little bit about that. How do you get to the best middle ground that lets you show up in a way that, of course, if you are playful, which I am, and I'm not going to be able to change that. I don't know why my vibe is so off from the one I think that I have in my head. Well, because it's a work in progress, but I would like to define before we wrap this, I would like to, because I, I think it's a perfect I'm not like you moment. I would like to define how I think about vibes and frequency well, yes, frequency of vibrations, because I actually have been studying this for a little while. It's <laughs> through heart opening. <laughs> Say, more. Say more. We can't drop this mic because it's you yeah. know, connected to this table and all set up. But I feel like that would have been Say a more, mic drop. Say more. Just her face um, alone. Well, so in my yoga practice, there's a chakra on a hatha, I believe. It's your heart chakra, which you can open through practicing, opening your chest, brightening your chest, different poses. And opening it helps move the energy around. So however you think about the energies that come from your heart, love, joy, happiness, gratitude, those are... When I think of vibes, I think about vibrations and those are the vibrations that I'm actively and intentionally trying to call in 
to my life and the people that I'm trying to surround myself with. And I actually think that it's really working because I've done a lot of reflecting recently as we end this year and begin a new year on the people that I've surrounded myself with. And it's incredibly magical, I think, that through this work of creating vibrations, vibrational energy, that I've attracted the sort of people in my life that I genuinely want to be here. And better than that, people who genuinely want to see me succeed and who want the best for me, not because it's what's best for them, but because it's it's genuinely what's best for me and my purpose. And so for whatever practice you create, you as in my lovely co-host and you as in our listeners, thinking about your vibrations that you surround yourself with can be incredibly powerful. So that would be my wrap is do more yoga, open your heart chakra and get after it. I love that. So let's each start the new year, us and all of you thinking about the vibrations or the vibe or whatever low, low version, high version of what Eileen versus Esther just said. Um, how that's going to attract the people around you, the environment that you're in, the world that you're living in. And let's just all fine tune it a little bit and attract the I love it. Things well, we want. Yes, totally. More attracting our vibes. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next Friday with another 15 minutes on up-leveling life and relationships in ways that are anything but what they tell us they should be in our 40s. See you then. Bye.